the Loud Sports Show. Both teams play hard. I'm a man. I'm 40. Both teams play hard. What? Both teams play hard. I'm sorry, Fiesta. Both teams play hard. Diddly. Poo. God bless and good night. Send it in, Jerome. All right, we are back for episode number 27. Lucky 27, man. Number 27 of the Loud Sports Show. As always, I am Justin. He is Anthony, and it's a it's a Sunday afternoon, right around noon. It's the final day of the NBA regular season. Finally, it's, it felt like we'd never get here. 82 games. 82 games after the abbreviated season. 72. 72, excuse me. I was going to say after an abbreviated season, my math was off. Um, the the Celtics play the Knicks today, which and no one cares. doesn't have any ramifications at no all. They're going to be missing seven some of guys. Games they shouldn't even play. I was just going to say that. I don't even understand some of, some of the reason to play some of these games with uh, the playing tournaments and all the stuff that's going to happen uh Still to come, but uh, last night let's let's there was the Hall of Fame induction yesterday. This is the last uh, last day of the regular season. Like I said, the playoffs coming up. But last night, let's start with UFC two sixty two. Honestly, I was excited about it. I was, I was excited about it as I've been about UFC for, for a long time. Charles Oliveira in the main event. But before we get to the main event, there was a couple couple eventful things. Honestly, I didn't catch the prelims until uh, until the Andrea Lee put put the uh, like the longest taking armbar in the world on that girl. It felt like it took forever. She was no. She was in. A, she had her in a triangle for most of it, but she couldn't get the job done at that point. Well, and then she just hooked her arm. Like, yeah, fucking eighteen seconds left. Jesus, I, I was gonna say those. I thought there was less than that. Even to be honest with you, the poor girl just hooked her arm, tapped her out at the end of the freaking prelims. Uh, Julian Wright came out. Was it Julian Wright? Jordan see, Wright. I, I excuse me. Some of the prelim. Fights. Jordan Wright knocked the hell out of this dude, um, <laughs> and literally in the first round TKO, but. The real thing to to see that I'm sure if you if you've watched uh, sports on this morning you've probably already seen it already I hit some button over here by accident uh, is Jacare Souza we we talked last week about how we didn't know why this guy was still getting into a UFC ring um, the man literally has his arm broken <laughs> he was mounted like <laughs> he had a snap the guy was mounted and, and like Anthony said you could hear the man's arm snapping at first you kind of thought it was like a little like the little ten second, like little snap, the clapping they do, and then you realized they weren't close to the ten seconds at all. And, and and upon further review, you can literally see the man's arm break. It was it was a hell of a way to end the prelims, a hell of a way to get the party going. Uh, when the main card started, I I missed the Edson Barboza fight. To be honest with you, I was too busy messing oh, with my. Mi- uh, oh, you missed the, mo- the the most ridiculous knockout. I I literally like when I, when I got my uh my watching device, we'll say <laughs> in order. Uh, literally, he was walking away from the ring, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "I missed something good." I have a feeling. He went on for a while. I know, I know, dude. He got about, knocked out and then sometimes. figured it out ten seconds later. That's what happened. <laughs> Who did? That's what happened to Shane Burgos. He got knocked out. Then, then he, he was got like, knocked out, and ten seconds later, his body figured it out, and he just Ooh. collapsed to the floor. That's just collapsed good. backwards. It was ridiculous. The poor man. It was the most awkward knockout I've ever seen. This seemed to be at least like one of the more like eventful UFCs. There were a couple decisions, I but I mean, there was no? three straight divisions after that fight. Decisions. Yep. I mean, yeah, I guess right. I mean, the Tony fight. Everyone, everyone was hyped for that fight, right? But I know the, you know your face yeah, just said yeah, it out listen, exactly. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> yes, everyone was hyped for that fight. The people I was with, we were hyped for that fight. And I guess yes, you can say Tony lost, but let's like that fight was boring. Uh, other than the, the submission attempt that Tony Ferguson just said to Nano to, like... It was a tad lackluster. It was just uh, Dariush laying on Ferguson for most of the fight, and 
I can't get down with that. He seems like a like a nice guy. He seems like a guy you want to root for. But you're right. I mean, after you watch the fight, I and can't get down with that. You're just like, all right, you know what? That wasn't grandiose at all. I'm I mean, not down with ground control. It's not even. It's not even like I'm cool with like wrestlers. You know, they'll wrestle a guy. They'll try and move positions, get him away from the fence, and move. Right. There was a lot of laying going on here sometimes. And <laughs> a lot I'm of like, This ref was not trying to stand anybody up. North no. South didn't matter. This guy was just like. I'm gonna let it go, and it's like, come on! If he goes back down, all right, maybe if it keeps happening. But there's just a lot of laying around on that mat. It a lot was of disgusting. A lot, of, and I just bring it up. A lot of unaware referees. There was one fight in the prelims. I forget which one it was. Where <laughs> DC and Joe Rogan were going off because the guy's mouthpiece had got knocked out. Mm. And the referee was like basically just dancing around it at some point. It was just they were just. I don't think it was on out. the prelims. I think it was. In was the, it was it on was the, main, the main, main event? Yeah, I think it was the Schnell fight, and I. I think they also mentioned he might have spit it out. So whatever, who cares? You know what I mean? Like whatever. That fight also did not deliver. So also it was some fireworks luster. close, but then nothing, nothing. And then obviously in the main event, Charles Rivera comes out. The the what thirteen thirteen years, eleven years he's been in the UFC now. It's, it's been a while. It seems like right. It seems, it seems like, like forever. forever. I mean, he he literally was like a twenty year old kid. I think when he first came onto the UFC scene on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Michael Chandler, of course, making his second UFC fight, the former uh, Bellator champion. It, it, honestly, it seemed like it was going Chandler's way when it first started, right? I mean, he came out and it was all Michael Chandler just about in the first round. Yeah, well, no, I mean, he got he got his back taken. He tried to slam him backwards. I mean, he got True. out of that with some great explosion to get out of that um that position of having his back taken. But uh, yeah, and then you saw it. He looked like he had him. Looked like he was, you know, looked like uh, Oliveira was down there just scrambling for for anything to help him. But uh, he couldn't put him away in that first round. And then second round comes, and I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. I don't think anybody saw nice it coming. Left up a cup. Everyone praises Charles Oliveira's jiu-jitsu, but more importantly, his technique. And even, even the nuts team, they were like, you know what? Basically, Chandler's taking it to him. He, he just rocked him. I mean, the way the round ended. And then they, he came out and basically he just put the hands on Chandler, hit him with a nice, I think it was a left hook. It was a, it was a counter left uppercut that he got him with initially that put him down, and then he just swarmed on him and, and got him again with a left and put yeah, him down, and then it was so. just it was all over. But the but the mashing of the hands and referee came in, sorry enough, Chandler was rocked. Chandler to his credit, Ch- praised. Chandler knew he lost. Uh, I was like, gonna say, it wasn't like he no, thought no, the ref so he praised early. him afterwards, and I mean he knew he lost, and he gave Oliver all the credit in the world, but I mean. As soon as the fight stopped, you can see the excitement on Alvaro's face. You can see he he hopped over the cage, hopped <laughs> hopped in Joe Rogan's face, hopped in Dana White's face, started dancing with the fans. I mean, the guy was genuinely excited, and you have to feel for the guy when you see a moment like that. It's genuine excitement and joy, and like which is said, great because the guy doesn't speak English. So what was he actually <laughs> saying that these guys are even remotely ha- like? He had a moment with Dana White, and I was just like, "Did Dana White speak Portuguese?" Because <laughs> I know this guy does not speak English, so. It looked like it was 20 seconds, but he probably said three words. He was like, oh, shit. Uh, no, but, I mean, it, it was pretty cool. Joe Rogan said, I guess, uh, uh, he said he had said the two words that, that Michael Chandler had said to him when they showed up a fight. I don't know, it was surprise, surprise. And he said that's what basically he said to him when he hopped in his face. So, good for him, though. I mean, like I said, genuine excitement for the kid. Came in, got the title put around his waist. You could see he was just happy pulling it off. Just, I mean, like you said, it was a decade in the making, you know what I mean? He's, he's seen so many guys come and go. He's He's been doing this for, for so long since he's been such a young age. I mean, I've always been a big fan of Charles Oliveira, and, and honestly, I was more shocked because I had been following UFC as closely. I was more shocked that he was still around because guys just come and go nowadays so 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 fast. But I don't know if guys come and go, but what do you mean? 
know, guys, <laughs> guys are around for a while before, you know, they eventually get ousted. Like this, these guys get contracts. These guys get fight numbers. So, but over the span of the last ten years, but since Charles Oliveira has been there, there's been a lot of guys who's who have come and gone, and to see him still be there and now finally get to the top, it's it's not every day you see you see a guy be in the UFC for a decade and then finally get to the top. Usually, these guys come in, get a shot, middle around, fall back down. Like you know what I mean? Now, now for him to finally be at the top of his game and finally be recognized as such, obviously, of course. It was because certain people had to retire from the division, and that's he didn't have to. He chose to leave, and you had other guys tied. You have Poirier, and you have McGregor tied up in their own fight over there. Right. Gaethje still in the wings. I don't know if I'm going to see Tony again. Uh, I'm just you know, <laughs> but Tony's 37, and we just talk about how it's a it's it's not a long man's game, you know. Uh, three straight losses. This one, this one that's was not goes. not nearly. Is, but neat, the last two, even the one to Oliveira, was not nearly as bad as the beating he took from Gaethje. But, like, I don't know. Maybe people figured him out. They take him down. They lay on him. That's what's happened in the last two fights. Like, they were dominating laydowns. But what are you going to do? I don't know. It's close fire. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, like I said, maybe this is the end. Maybe it's not. I mean, he's had – how long has he been fighting for? I mean, he's been fighting for he's almost He's been as at long, it for right? a while. Poor guy never got that Khabib shot five times. Five <laughs> times they tried to make this fight. My God. It never never happened. Never happened. Poor guy. Well, he did everything he could. And even if he goes out like that, it was still a great career. But like you said, three losses is three losses in a row for a 37-year-old. Who knows? What's the uh, what's the next big UFC coming up? Do you know? That's one thing I forgot to look up. It's got to be the, the June. I think it's the June. I want to say June 12th. I think it's the... Um, Adesanya Vittori, and that's where they moved to Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz, and there's also uh, Figueredo Moreno on there too. So, and then after that in July, you'll have Connor and Dustin, Anders Stewart so, rematch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you said, it's Adesanya Vittori too, an upcoming mixed martial yeah, arts event. I know, I know, I know. We put that's two on about. there, but at the end of the day, like. He beat him back in 2018. They're both different fighters. One guy's clearly elevated. The other guy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Like I said, it's probably not for for at least a good what another month. And I'm sure this this ends. There was a, there was a good run of uh, of good UFCs going on there for a while there. But, oh, there's uh, still fight nights coming. There's still there's still there's good still fight, fight nights. nights not gonna charge us for. Thank God. Thank coming. God for that. I guess right. Um, did we talk? I couldn't remember. Did we talk about the NFL schedule at all last week? Did it come out last week or did it come out this week? I, you know, the the only thing that matters about the NFL schedule, although I did hear some things where I guess you could look way into like how teams get screwed over and stuff like that, but that's neither here nor there. That's way too inside baseball. But we knew who these teams were playing. It was just a matter of time. For the most part, deep. yeah. So sometimes, you know, it's too much. It's, it's just. I mean, there are, there are some cool things we didn't know. I mean, the fact that the Cowboys are playing the Buccaneers in the opening game. We knew that was going to happen. In the opening game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As it got closer to the thing, we knew it was only there was only so many possibilities for the opening night game. And you can call it homerism or not, but, you, okay, great. You put the champions on, but who draws a bigger number? We do. Right, Every right, single right. time, it does not without hesitation. It's the oh. reason we play the Giants on Sunday night football at the beginning of every season, it seems like. True. True. The the other obvious thing that's pretty cool is uh again not being homerism, but the fact that two twofold involved the Patriots. Tom Brady comes to Foxborough Sunday night football week four, and then week eight, I'm assuming 
still the, still the starting quarterback of the team, Cam Newton is going to take the team down to Carolina to play the Panthers. So that, I think that's pretty cool. Hopefully the Patriots uh, are a decent enough team this year. I think they're going to be a lot better. Makes sense. I like uh, you know, I've heard people where people want to say like, "Oh, the Bucks are just going to walk into Foxborough and thrash this team," and I don't think that's going to be the case. You know, oh, I don't think so especially either. because they think they set it so that Brady can basically break the all-time passing record in, Fox in Foxborough. Borough. So if he if he does what he normally does on average for throwing over the first three three weeks and into that fourth game, but I don't I don't think there's going to be any any short of chance where this team just rolls over on Bill for this one. I don't think so at all. I mean, I think it's going to be amazing. I think Belichick is already looking at his chops. I th- do, do, I'll just put it this way. It's already I, going down to New Orleans. You, already, you get a contrast about how ridiculous it is, how really freaking ridiculous it is to buy tickets around here for like sporting games and stuff. What did they say? The day that the, when the schedule dropped, it was mi- minimum was 1400 for that game. I was going to say, that's a joke. We're, we're up to 1499 for balcony seats. That's a, it's so that ridiculous. Game, I'm, no, not, thank you. I'm not joking. I saw. I got a buddy who's got a couple tickets today. And that's overpriced concessions, lockdown traffic. I'll sit my ass at home. It's the tr- the truth is here's the truth, right? And this is why it's so crazy. There's only going to be one game in which Tom Brady plays in Foxborough. I don't care as a visitor. I don't care. Ever, and, but guys, that's why you guys, that's Patriot why. fans, won't even be able to make up your mind. Do we root for Brady? Do we root for the Patriots? Do we root for Brady? It's the, whatever. The, the problem is by by the time the actual like the, the that month comes, the tickets are going to be at least two two to three grand. Yeah, but the seat from my couch is going to be better than that seat that someone pays two grand for. But it is something, man. Honestly, no, it's the, not. dude. That, yes, it is, dude. Yes, it is. I don't care what you say. You guys are all nostalgic. It is, no, 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 yes. Is. Let it let it yes, go. Dude. Let it go. He left you. He's gone. But. So it's you can do all that, right, and still find it pretty cool that there's going to be this one time ever where he's going to be back in that building on the other sideline coming across you the shake You've watched the guy stand. for 20 years. Now all of a sudden it matters it's, more that he's wearing a different jersey? It's just different, man. And, this, oh, and the of all the times it's happened. Not, not too grand different. <laughs> and I got, so my point is you already see how bad tickets are. You throw that into the mix. <laughs> People think it's crazy probably. Because like, you can go to like a like, that Pelicans game I went to wasn't ten percent full. The Saints game I went to before too. You can just walk up and buy tickets, but like the the, the tickets gonna be astronomical. I'm sure. Honestly, I don't I don't think it's just gonna be New England this year. I think it's gonna be a bunch of games, a bunch of marquee games because of COVID, because of uh, limited access to the tickets. It, it, but they're not going to be, be limited crazy. access tickets. They're saying full stadium, so it's not going to matter. It's just an issue. It's just a matter of that. That those prices are ludicrous for week four. Week four, and it's May. <laughs> and it's May. You know, and that's when it comes September. Oh goodness! But but like I said, for for a once in a, a truly once in a lifetime event. I mean, you got to think. Like I said, people aren't making a big deal of it now, but wa- watch when September comes near. Watch yeah, when August comes near. Because all the talking heads are just going to make it bigger than it it's, is. Dude, it, it's going to be no, so it, hyped up. It might be the biggest hype of the game this season. a lifetime event like this really makes a difference. Dude, it I'm, doesn't. It, uh, it just makes a difference to you. I, dude, me and a bunch of other Patriots fans and a bunch of other people who represent like the history of football who, who like this kind of thing, it's – it's a cool thing, man. There's there's no other Barry Sanders will never come back and play one game against the Lions like in Detroit Field. Like it's Barry Sanders won't come comparable. back and play one game for the Lions. So what does it matter? 
this is also true. It's just it's just live in the moment. It's not like even Joe Montana coming back as the Chiefs, like past his prime. Like Tom Brady just won the Super Bowl last year. He's coming back, like you said, with a chance to be the all-time leading passer. It's still relevant. It's, it's yeah, I've still never met really a cool. fan base, uh, literally a fan guys base, where you guys loved a guy for so long, didn't want him anymore, I guess. No, Please, nobody nobody did know, not want him know, anymore. That's a well, problem. Well, you didn't re-sign him. Uh, you didn't give it him the my, money. It wasn't my decision. It doesn't matter. <laughs> guy goes to a different team, and you guys still love him, and – I've just never seen this where it doesn't matter. It doesn't. This guy just doesn't do anything wrong in your eyes. It doesn't matter what he does. Basically, talks down to your entire team. He, it doesn't offend you that he's like, oh, it's like when my college friends come meet my high school friends. He doesn't give a damn about New England anymore. I think that's exactly what you'd want Tom Brady to say if you played oh for your team. Oh, my God. He doesn't care about saying, you. You I'm guys saying, still listen, love this I'm not man. saying Tom Brady has to care about me. I'm not naive enough to think that he gives a damn about me, actually. I know he doesn't. Here's what I know. I know that for the team that I cheer for, this man brought us six championships. And I'm not just going to cheer. At first, I was a little bitter. I was a little spiteful. I was. I was a little hurt. But you know what? It's over. It, 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 you it, had it. Absolutely. It's done. You Move can, on. You can still do both, though. You think it has to be one or the other. You can still be done with it, moved on, and still wish the guy the best. No, 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 you can't. No, you can't. He's not on your team anymore. Oh, my goodness. Do you root goodness. for the team or do you root for the player? And, and, and here's the craziest thing. Here's the craziest oh, thing. Again, you can root for a team and a player. You, you, you have to. So, so I like football, so I can only root for the Patriots, and I can't root for any other player on, on the 32 teams in the league because I root for the for Patriots. You can root for a player to succeed. Sure, that's all well and good, but when that guy is the one who sp- – this is the guy who left your team, left you without a plan because you had to get the other guy out of town, and now it's just, yeah, it's no big deal. You mean, you know, there's Patriot fans out there who count this Tampa Bay Super Bowl as one of their own. It ain't yours. It's not yours. The guy comes into the building. He's public enemy number one. None of this nostalgic bullshit because he don't care about you. He's not coming in to be like, you know what? I played here 20 years. Let me give him one. Let, me, let him have one for the Gipper. No. No. Look, those loser people are the same people we were talking about last week, are the same people who we were talking about we'd be clamoring for Mac Jones to start. There are delusional fans. You're absolutely right. There There's are a lot people. of them in New England. Right, but that doesn't count for everybody. You know what I'm it's saying is 80%. you can still cheer for your team and still wish Tom well. And that's all I'm saying. And, and, and that's that's where I stand, damn it. No, okay? because when a guy comes in wearing a different color and a different logo, he's not your friend. I didn't say he has to be my friend. <laughs> I could say he, I can I can still wish him well and and wish for his success. That's all. You, 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 so you, you wish he successfully whips your ass. There's, there's no other player that you don't you don't like Lamar Jackson. You don't like Devontae Adams. You don't like I like Alvin Dak Kamara. Prescott. You don't like any. I like any other, I'm asking you a question though. You don't like any other player on on any of the other 31 teams in the NFL that don't play for the Cowboys. Hey, they're they're good players. They're all right. This is all I like I'm saying. Them, but ain't 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 no way. I'm just out here being like. Man, I wish Kamara well. I hope I See, hope he breaks is, these runs is, off against the Broncos. Because I don't care. This is why people have a hard time talking sports to me. I can like the Patriots, the Celtics, and the Red Sox and still like other players around the league and still cheer for them too. They'd be like, oh, but you like the Celtics. But like, yeah, I no, do. You but, can't I also do can, that. but I also enjoy Kevin Durant. I think he's another worldly talent. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I, I can, you, I do, and I will. I tell you what, I don't care how it happens or what happens. You know what? If heaven forbid you know, 
pick a player. Say it's Prescott. It ain't going to be. Prescott ain't wearing the star tomorrow. He's dead to me. Okay? That's how <laughs> it goes. That's it. It's See, you're one laundry, of those guys. See? No, it's if laundry. If you had Mac Jones on your team, you'd be asking you to be looking for Mac Jones to start week one. Look no, at you. I absolutely you are, you're the guy not you be starting for Mac Jones because I have my quarterback. I have my quarterback. You wear yeah, it and you retire now. in it, you can be loved. You want to go somewhere else? Get the fuck out. This guy, this guy is like the most the most fair weather of them all. How's that fair weather? That means I'm riding for the team. Because people play for those teams. Hey, people... players come and go. Get your money, do you. But you know what? When you're on when you're on the other side, don't expect the love to keep coming. You know, I guess I guess I can understand that you don't understand what it's like to be able to celebrate achievements. Because it's been like 35 years since that your team won anything. That has nothing to do with anything. And it's hard for you this, to understand why, the concept this is why it's of rooting for a player impossible who can Impossible to have joy. conversations with New England fans because all you want to do is be like, well, we won. What did your team do? Hey, great. Does that – one saying. team wins every year, okay? That's the bottom line of it. In every professional sport, only one team wins. That means at least 30-plus fan bases are going to be disappointed in what happened in their season. So, guess what? I can root for my team, but in order to make my point, I don't have to go, yeah, but your team sucks. Because that's not the issue here. The issue is root for your team. The laundry, the logo, the star, that's where it is. Anything after that, it's not important. All I'm saying is that, like you just said, every year a different team wins the championship, right? And every year those teams change. Every, Every year those teams have different players on them, right? Every single year. So, with that thought in mind, if my team wins a championship one year, okay, and the next year comes, and there's certain guys who want that team, I'm all of a sudden, like, perfect, perfect example, Deion Branch won the won the Super Bowl MVP one year, okay? Oh, and then he was like, can I get and some money? And he, they were like, nah. And the next nah. year he bounced. Now, do all of a sudden, do I hate Deion Branch? No. I love the fact that he performed his ass off in the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl MVP, and I will forever have that Yeah, memory. but you were never out there the next year talking about, hey, Deion, let's go Deion, let's go Deion. You aren't rooting for Deion Branch. You were like, okay, he went and got his money. Great, grand, wonderful. I, I'm just saying, don't expect me to love you when you're gone you can go get your money i'm not saying you can't go get paid once you leave the team but as far as once you take the fucking logo off you're not it's not love anymore you gotta be able to appreciate appreciate what's happened man that's all i'm saying you gotta you gotta, you gotta be appreciate what has happened already you know what i mean and so so just go with the go with the vibes man and uh and yeah man stop stop being so bitter about it okay i'm not bitter where is there bit there's no bitterness in this at the end of the day all i'm saying is is that you know i you either root for the laundry or that's it to me i'm not on this individual player basis thing i guess i guess man i mean if whatever i'm i'm not changing your mind i'm not here to change your mind that's for damn sure all i'm saying is guess what michael gallup's probably not going to be a cowboy next season he ain't going to be on my hope list you know, wish him well. I guess I he's guess. gonna go get paid. Go that—that's his well wishes. The new contract he gets from another team. Whatever you say. How about that? Whatever you say. Okay. How about that? I'll—I'll I'll yield to you for now because we obviously can agree to disagree. Um, football, man. Football is gonna get underway. It's—it's it's not for another couple of months. There's, there's still, you know, I'm gonna want to talk about it. I'll say we still don't know where the hell Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson gonna play, but you know what? We'll save that for the rest of the summer. Let's get into into the NBA, end of the NBA season. Houston Blah. Criminal Court is where Deshaun Watson will be playing. That's that's where you think he's going to play out the rest of his days? I don't know about the rest of his days, but maybe next season. <laughs> maybe next season? 
Oh, they, um, that, that whole, I mean, we talked about Houston last week. That's, that's a huge mess. Um, let's talk about the NBA Hall of Fame classes, shall we? I guess. Uh, last, well, last night, th- this is what threw me off. I didn't realize that that was the 2020 class they got in yesterday because they were like, oh, well, Paul Pierce and these guys will be announced tomorrow. Um, well, they didn't have it last year. And that's what kind of just all kind of clicked in my head. So we had, did you watch any of it at all? No. <laughs> this, of course I don't not. watch ceremonies. I don't have time for that. Um, Guys have great careers. We know what they did. I don't need him to tell me his life story and give me a speech and thank his coaches and everyone under the sun. Nope. No, I don't need it. I, I mean, it wasn't. That's I, all in a Hall of Fame ceremony is. It's basically it's a tribute to that person, and like I get it, it's awesome. It might be great to see in person, but on as a television event, it sounds like a fucking boring time. It, can, can I be honest with you? It was. It, it's actually, it's actually one of the more like <laughs> well done, well produced shows. I wanted to see Kevin Garnett. I'll, I'll explain to you why. I wanted to see Kevin Garnett's speech. Like every other, was like, there show, a bleep button? No, there wasn't. Like there was exactly. Wasn't, so I didn't get the listen, real Kevin Garnett anyway. Every like you know how it is nowadays, right? Like like everything else, like it's like the Hall of Fame. And they got to show like a video package and like you come out. No, I wanted to see Kevin Garnett. They they started off. They called up Kevin Garnett, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas sat there. Kevin Garnett came up, said his speech for ten minutes, and then he sat down. And then they called the next person up, and they did the same thing. And I was like, look at this genius idea. No fluff, no videos, no no dragging this out. They have the guys come. So up, what about that makes it a talk. television event? What what about that makes it something I want to sit down and watch for two hours? It's cool to be able to see. No, thank you. <laughs> it's cool to be able to see those guys come out and, and thank the thank the people from their past. Uh, Kevin Garnett's speech was pretty cool. He basically was talking about how he felt like he was representing a bunch of the guys from the Celtics teams, um, just being up there and thanking Doc Rivers and Danny Age and just going through all the things in his career in Minnesota and even Brooklyn. And just, I don't know, it's nice to hear those kind of things. And, and Tim Duncan, I, I only really watched, I'm not going to lie, for Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and Kobe Bryant. Oh, you didn't there. watch the whole thing? I didn't watch the whole thing. It was it was long because it started at like 530. They had, they had the pre-show gala on, and then they had like the actual ceremony. So there was like hours of it. So when I recorded it, I didn't yeah, anticipate exactly. no, that whole brevity of it all. Um, but again, it was nice seeing those guys celebrated together. Um, it was also cool hearing, and this is when, when I initially found out I was like kind of thrown off. They were like, Ben Wallace will be announced for tomorrow's class. And I was like, didn't they just have a class today? But I guess Ben Wallace, uh, Paul Pierce, and Chris Webber all were uh, were announced. I'm trying to bring up those. I had it up. Um they were all announced as part of this year's class. So Hall of Fame's <laughs> Hall of Fame class everywhere. Let me see if I can pull it up actually while we're talking. What, what, what is the point of this? What are, we, what, are, what are you trying to get at? Let's just put it that way. Get, there was a Hall of Fame. Those, guys got inducted. There was no, something, something I wanted to bring up in there. That's why. What, Rick Adelman? No, Paul Pierce, Chris Webber, Ben oh, Wallace. This, this class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I got no problem last class. Is Chris Bosh really an NBA Hall of Famer? A lot of people debate and, and say things. Honestly, and that stood Everybody out to me. Everybody gets in. It, it stood seems. out to me more than Ben Wallace. Did it not? Uh, I mean, I don't. You know, it's. Uh, I don't think he's not not a Hall of Famer because you figure the NBA. It's just they let everybody in. All right, my my only point with uh with Chris Bosh is. 
the guy the guy basically went and joined. Everyone criticized the big three, right? He goes and joins LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. They won two Got titles, two rings, and now a Hall of Fame bid. Like what? <sighs> Am I missing something? I don't something know. Measure Dream on now, I guess. Am you know I, what I mean? Like, I'm, get Clay ready. I mean, yeah, he went and played on the Olympic team, but I mean, this is like that—that's a lot of guys, right? A lot of guys have. have I mean, I don't know, man. It—it it just seems like fit UD up. You know what I mean? Fit up UD, Udonis. Get him one. Get him in there. I Screw mean, it. Is it just kind of like a? I don't want to say a mercy thing, but it, Paul Pierce. Was an All NBA player, won one NBA title, was was the NBA Finals MVP. Chris Webber, I don't think there's any debate. Chris Webber should be NBA. I know he didn't win a title, but I mean, Chris Webber is a basketball well, Hall of Famer, basketball right? Basketball Hall of Famer. That's, that's not the NBA. Right. That's Hall what I'm saying. Chris Webber is a basketball Hall of Famer. Um, who's he? Ben, ben Wallace. Ben Wallace is gonna be the first undrafted player ever to be elected to the NBA Hall of Fame, and I think deservedly, deservedly so. For a man of his stature and size, for what he was able to do for not just the Pistons but in the league itself, I mean. Defensive player of the year, just what he brought to the game. The only other guy you can you can argue who had a similar impact was like Dennis Rodman, ironically enough. I mean, for a guy that undersized to be the defensive player he was, I think Ben Wallace and Ben Wallace has what? They have two championships as well? They have at least one, right? Ben Wallace only has one championship. Even still, man, it's again, I don't want to knock Chris Bosch, but when I saw the list come out, again, this year's class, obviously without much debate, Rudy Tom Jonovich. Um, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, uh, all these guys makes perfect sense. Paul Pierce, I, I hope it's not starting to get to the point where like you know what I'm looking at his numbers and thin. I'm looking at his achievements and I don't know, I don't see it. You, right, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm, I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm not trying to be a hater. But what stands out about that? That's my, like what is this is supposed to be the hall of greatness, right? This is supposed to be like I said, Paul well, Pierce. It's very debatable when it comes to the end. The, the basketball Hall of Fame. Why you say that? Because they'll let anybody in. Like, what, how can you? Like, all right, who was the last guy? This, this is my point with Bosch. Don't I, ask me, but I, I know, isn't Mitch Richmond up in there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, Mitch Richmond, okay. You know, this is the problem. Right. Is everybody, everybody, everybody gets on baseball shit for the way they do it. But at least you know, to some degree, they're letting in select dudes. At least it seems like more of an honor. Base- when everybody gets in, what's the point? I feel like if, if if there's ever been like a major league system that needs to be just like torn down and completely just to start over, which is baseball. Like, can we just like end MLB that closed circa nineteen uh, whatever started to two thousand twenty one. And just let's start something. Let's start a different baseball. What the fuck are you talking because, about? Because it's gotten to the point now where everyone's so married to the fucking history and rules and all this shit of the game that, like you said, there's some people who are. You can't have a first ballot Hall of Famer. You can't have a United's first ballot Hall of Famer. And, and, and he's, they won't do certain rule changes. They won't do this. They won't do that all because, because of why. But that, that, you know, a lot of that will eventually change when. When what? When everyone dies off in 50 years? <laughs> no, because I think there's a lot of older writers and stuff with the baseballs. That's the reason why you get the situation that it is. Like the, you know, the problem. The problem is, is at the end of the day, uh, the Hall of Fame is essentially just a museum. And if you're trying to tell the story of your sport, whether you like a guy or not, whether you agree with what he did or how it happened, like it's still got to be there. Like it, it. it Still I don't I don't understand how you, you know, 
tell the story of baseball and you don't tell people like people just what are going to forget about Pete Rose. People just never going to know about Barry Bonds. Like I just put him in, put shit, put the shit on the plaque. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, because as much as you want to say like, oh, like whether they did steroids or not, like it's, it's irrelevant at this point because you know what they won't do? They won't ever say they regretted it. They won't ever say they regretted it, and people won't ever forget it either. It's not like they're like some run-of-the-mill players. These are some of the best players of all time. Pete Rose, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before the home runs. That's, this one, and you can argue the same thing with Roger Clemens, to be honest with you, before that whole era. Like, you know what I mean? Some of these guys have legit arguments, and it's just... So my point in bringing, even bringing this up is I, I don't want basketball to start. And, and you brought up a, you brought up a great one with Mitch Richmond. I, was, I don't want them to start with this whole crappy, we're just going to put guys in who we feel, who we really like, or we fondly remember, and that's how we're going to start a Hall of Fame. Um, it, it's a tricky business, but be careful because Chris Bosh is going to get in. And Chris Bosh, did, did he even play 10 seasons? Do you, you, you still have his stats up? Chris Bosh, yes, he did play 10 seasons. I was going to say. He drafted in 03, so. But he, but he missed, dude, I'm telling you. Well, I mean, if you start accruing missed games. I no, mean, no, no, but I thought he, didn't he miss it like a whole season towards the end of his career? Yes, yes, he did. And so that's what I'm saying. So I wasn't trying to be happy about So, I mean, I know it was 03, but I mean. But he, at least 03 to 16. I mean, this is 2017. Okay. It was when the Heat let him go, but. That was probably Jeez. yeah. So, you know, but whatever. I honestly, as I say here, I'm trying to think of because I said a lot. I was like, that that's pretty comparable. I can't think of anybody else. I guess who has two championships and as many All Star bids as he has. I guess. So I mean, because I mean, you can think of guys like Robert Ori, guys who are, who are on championship teams who have won titles, Sam Cassell. But I mean, I guess, I guess, I, I guess it's not that much of a fight. And you can argue that Paul Pierce had. Had that one dynamic year that that really is the only standard. Yeah, I, I would say that Paul Pierce again is a basketball Hall of Famer just for his for his whole career. But um, but we'll see. It again, just interesting to, to to have in the span of one weekend, have all this Hall of Fame stuff drop, and obviously still kind of have it be tragic that Kobe Bryant wasn't here. Um, to have have a whole celebration go on. Um, cool thing too. I don't know if we talked about this. I didn't realize that that was only at uh, Mohegan Sun. They do that at. Yeah, they did it at Mohegan Sun instead of in Springfield. I guess they're gonna do this one, in, the next one in Springfield, but this one they did in Mohegan Sun. That's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Um, I did look up tickets. Tickets were freaking. The cheapest ticket was one hundred fifty bucks to send like nosebleeds, though, so it wasn't like well, it was, for the Hall of Fame. No, one hundred fifty bucks, two hundred fifty bucks, and like six to sit like the, in a decent bowl is like six hundred for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because who gives a shit? It goes right back to the point I started on. It's this not guy, an event, man. Six hundred dollars to sit in the bowl. I think that's quite an event. Get out of here. It's quite an event. If I can go stand up there and watch. Look, Listen, nah, we all think we know them, but realistically, what are you going to do? You're going to show up to a ceremony and listen to strangers talk? Do you see it? Would you do that anywhere else? Yes. Oh. It's 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 not. You'd go to a random like high school graduation? It's not a high school graduation. Like, come on. It's a Hall of Fame ceremony for a guy who watched his entire career. That's not the same thing as going to a high school graduation. No offense. Yo, you still don't know this guy. Uh, why, why do I have to know him to be able to enjoy? I mean, you watched on television, I, I, right? No. Well, I'm saying people watch on television. So if you're going to watch on TV, you, so my point is you can watch on TV 
Or you can spend X amount of dollars to just be there in person to be just as bored. To, yeah, it's incredible. To, well, to be there and watch it amongst other people, like Doc Rivers and Danny Ainge in the crowd. Like, you never know who you run into. Wow. My point is, as a fan, it's a thing you can do. Who you run into. For they us. probably fucking scatter-shotted everybody out of there as quick as they possible. They probably ushered them the hell out of there. Through, through the casino, out the back door, probably. Because that's the other thing I thought of. is like, all these people in the casino... I don't think so. Although last time I was there, I did see uh, King Mo randomly walking through there. <laughs> that was a random. I think King King Mo and Big was John. Was he unconscious on the floor? He was not. Oh, he was, that was the last time I saw King Mo. So. <laughs> he was walking through. I saw King Mo and I saw Big John McCarthy. He took me by surprise. I was like, this is mad random coming at you. Um, that was the NBA Hall of Fame class. Like we talked about before, it's the end of the NBA regular season. I want, I, I want to bring up the playoff bracket in the NBA because I actually found I couldn't find it again on my phone, but I actually figured out. I found a nice graph the other day. I figured out the playing tournament. I figured out how it worked. And I was Are you kidding like, me? You just figured out how this works? I didn't just figure out how it works. Yes, but, you did. But what, what what just dawned on me was that. This is incredible. For, no, for, for for all the hope I held up for all the Celtics season, I was like, you know what? Okay. Oh, I told you weeks ago, this team sucks. They rattled I, off like a couple of games. You were like, they're back. I was like, this team sucks. And you were just like, no, no, we're back. And guess what? This team sucks. Well, this is why it really struck me. Not just that they suck, okay? This team it's, sucks. They suck now because Jalen Brown will miss the, the rest of the season, okay? With, with, I think he has a wrist injury now. So he's gone. And now we're in this playing tournament, which let, let's say we go out there and we smoke the playing tournament. Awesome. There's absolutely no reason. We've earned you, the right. Nope, to, you should go out there and lay down for Charlotte, we, and then you should go out there the, and lay down for Washington. If, even if we go out there and kill it, we've earned the right to go play the Brooklyn Nets at full speed now. That's no, see, that's the w- thing. without Jalen Brown. See, that's wait, because Brooklyn's in the two spot. That's correct. Yeah, you either get Brooklyn or you get friggin' Philadelphia. Pick one. It's stupid. This is just not, go down there. Just go lay down. This is not the way I envisioned uh, this postseason. Don't even put the miles on Tatum. Let's just out. call it. Let's just call it a season. Go down. Let Charlotte have its have its time. Then let Washington have its time. The only good news is that I was going to say. By the way, I, I know the paces are there. I just don't think they're going to win anything. I was say so I think I think, we, I, I think this is what this is the only reason why I wanted that graphic. It's I think they play the Pacers. When do they play the Pacers in the scenario? Do I have this? No, they play Charlotte for the see. for the right to be the seven seed, and That's then they right. should lose that, and then lose the right to be the eight seed to Washington. That's what I was saying. But they have to lose twice though, because yeah, whoever so wins watch that them lose gets twice. the seven seed, and then the loser. Plays the, the winner plays the of the winner. Nine, ten. Yes, it's not that complicated. Nine, Everyone's ten. so hung up on this. But my point is, if if I lose to Charlotte, just why, why do I? That's what I'm saying. Like, why do I then have to go ahead and lose? Like, why can't I just go ahead and say, okay, Russ, let's just we'll take the lottery spot. You guys going to the playoffs? Because I mean, is, you can by just sitting your players and calling it a day. I am Mr. Optimistic when it comes to the there's Celtics. There's nothing to be optimistic for. I've been telling you for weeks that there's three teams that matter in the Eastern Conference. It's Philly, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn. And I guess you could say the way Miami's playing, they've come on strong. But it's still, I don't think they're going to give these other teams the run that we think it's going to be. And, you know, but, you know, we'll see. And so the rest of these teams should just, you know, get an early head start. Take their early season losses. Get back to a regular schedule. More I mean, time off for you. So, so the one interesting thing is that New York and Atlanta are tied right now for the fourth and fifth seed. So, it'll be if that's how it ends up. It'll be interesting to see just how who ends up home court in that one. Uh, obviously, New York plays the Celtics today. The Celtics, I guess, are playing for something. No, yeah. they're sitting. Everybody. Finished. 
they can't finish 500 for the season, right? Oh, I mean, they, goodness. They, they can and they should. Goodness, because if they lose today to the Knicks, that's exactly what a 36-36 and 36 record will bring them to on the season. That's what you are. You're no better than a 500 team. That, I don't understand really? what, what – Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, is, and Kemba Walker, no better than You guys had that early taste of success with these young guys in the Eastern Conference Finals. You've been riding that high, and you still haven't gotten better, and you still think you should be better than that. And guess what? You're not. The roster sucks. The team <laughs> sucks. Go home. I guess, man. I guess. I. You know what I want to watch? I want to watch Washington play Philadelphia – I, I don't want to watch the Celtics play Philadelphia. I don't care. And this is what brings me to my sad conclusion. As I sit here, this this is a, this is a great way to round out the show because as I talked to you before earlier about being a sports fan and be able to root for things objectively and look at things, this is what really breaks my heart because as I sit here and I look at the bracket, I look at the 10 teams in the playoffs, I could not agree with you more. I, I basically look at the first 10 teams here and I say to myself, Indiana and Boston should just do us a favor and go home. That's it. Why does anybody need to see Boston or Indiana? Nobody wants to see it. Play any more games this season? Indiana is or Chicago or Toronto. Got to like be one of the most frustrating teams because it seems like the coach is just on the outs with all the players. They play zero defense whatsoever, and yet somehow. Sabonis is just racking up <laughs> triple doubles lately. So I, I don't know. What anybody gathers from a potential, you know, Indiana in the eighth spot, I don't, I, like, I don't see it. I like them doing well just because it just goes to further show that what the hell are these teams doing passing on Nate McMillan. He's got Atlanta over here at forty and thirty one, and these guys toiling. Oh yeah, yeah, just. First off, there's much more talent in Atlanta than there is in Indiana. I mean, obviously, but, but last year, these guys were also the seventh seed, you know what I mean? So it's like, but it would be interesting if they can't get the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, Boston and Indiana, for as much as I love Just my Celtics, home. man. No, we don't want As much as I love it. Brad Stevens, Danny Ainge, Tatum, all you guys, man, look, why do you guys need to play any more games this year? <laughs> They let's don't just, even want to play today. Let's just game. pack it in. Let's just we don't we don't have all those draft picks have run its course. Let's just get healthy. Let's just rest up. Yeah. Back how's to it, the drawing board. How's it make we'll you feel? We'll you guys supposedly it. fleece the Nets, and they're better than you. That's the one thing that I mean. For all that haul we got, for all the draft picks, for all the the move maneuvering we did with uh, the whole Fultz Tatum situation, you get. You move back two spots. All you get that the guy maneuvering. You want. All of it. Somehow, the Brooklyn Nets are the two seed this year at uh, 47 and, and 24. And it's the Boston Celtics who are clinging for 500. Not exactly. You guys suck. Here's the thing. We can suck now. It's not exactly the plan. But, but kind of like the Patriots, there's always a way back out, man. There's always a way back up. Oh, and Jesus. trade a Danny. The, Dan, Brad Stevens, look, there's still going to be a lot of blame to go around. Brad Stevens is still one of the top five coaches in this league. The Celtics still have assets to, to, to maneuver, and they still have two top young wings on their team. So, I mean, it could be a lot worse for the Boston Celtics. But as far as this season goes. I've been riding that notion for like the past four years. Got a young coach, two young wings, and you're 500. In the NBA, so... today, in the NBA today, if you're starting a team, you're going to start with a good young coach. And two switchable wings. Hey, let me ask you this That's question. That's all I'm when, saying. When, 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 it, when, <laughs> the bot- saying. when the bottom finally falls out and your disgruntled stars want out, because at this rate, it's, when, only, a if, matter, it's, o- it's only a matter of time, 
You still going to root for them when they change the laundry? Look, man, I don't want to harp on it. I've been trying to put it in the air, but I've been the one all season long saying a lot of this seems like to me it's just a lot of 24-year-old friction going on there. A lot of lot of uh, lot of grapefruit comparing over there down in Celtic land. A lot of guys coming of age, getting their due, and you know, every guy, everybody wants to be the top dog. When Jason Tatum says, "I want out," you gonna wish him well. <laughs> you know, Sally. If I'm being honest with you, Sally, I don't think it's gonna be him who has to be traded out first. To be honest with you, if I'm absolutely honest with you, Jalen Brown has showed that he can be everything that you possibly want in an NBA guard. And if he's, if well, I don't care which he, one it is, he's smart, articulate, intelligent, the, plays the defense. The question is, are you going to root for him when he says, "I don't want to be here anymore"? It all depends on how it goes down. Like just like everything else, it all depends on how oh, it goes down. Shot it off. If, if if he James Harden's his ass out of here, like like he did this early this season, that's one thing. You know what I mean? But uh, like I said, I'm I'm not going to be one the one who's shocked two years from now if uh, all of a sudden something goes wrong with these two and uh, someone else is playing somewhere else. That that's that's all I'm saying. By the way, that just is a roundabout way of you saying, no, I will not root for this man anymore. <laughs> no. What I'm saying is, if he goes out like a punk bitch, then I won't. <laughs> it's not him going out like a bitch if he doesn't want the situation anymore and he doesn't want to be on your team and he says to hell with this. Guess you, what? You see what Al Horford did? What That's going out like a punk bitch. What did Al Horford do? He didn't do anything. He went. He got his money. Didn't that, work how, out. Yeah, yeah. Didn't work yeah. out for him in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got dealt somewhere else. Guess what? Still collecting checks, and then got told to go sit on his ass. Don't you think worked he, out just fine for him? Don't you think he let be playing some playoff basketball right now? With who? With who would he be playing uh, playoff basketball? Not your shitty team. Okay. <laughs> this guy. Here we go. That's all I'm saying. If maybe he had just come back to reality, but no, he had to go play for Philadelphia, thinking he was still a four man. No. He had to go get a check. I guess it wasn't much more. It wasn't much more the way he was already getting paid here. That's what everyone forgets about that. You know what it was though? No. More. No, it that's wasn't. all it is. It, no, it more. Wasn't, it was more. Yeah, like literally like four million dollars more. Okay, four million dollars more. He's only losing the bio anyway on his back end somehow. Hey, guess what? He got four million dollars more. True. Uh, we we only really talked about the Eastern Conference real, real quick. For the Western Conference playing. <laughs> Uh, we won't know until today. Going, why? Because it's going to shake. Oh, okay, no, I see what you're saying here. Because Portland, uh, Portland, L.A., Denver, Denver. Portland plays Denver, and the Lakers play the Pelicans, which is incredible for the Lakers. It depends on you know what Denver can really just decide if they would rather play the Lakers or if they would particularly want to play Portland again. Because Denver could just tank the game. The only difference is. The Clippers could technically leapfrog them. I was just going to say that, which would put them in the four spot, which would make them play Dallas. Then, that, so so it, you could let LA get in. But the but Clippers are playing the, the Thunder, the, who have zero interest in winning a game. But my point is, if Denver allows it to happen, it does kind of change the scope of the playoffs because now they allow the Lakers to get in, but they fall down to end up playing Dallas, and the Clippers will end up playing the Lakers. Yeah. So, so the Clippers don't even want to be in the three spot. Basically, basically. So, so I so, mean, I guess in so, a way, Denver so could screw the Clippers over and, it, and give the LA the Lakers a, a way in. That's all assuming the, same time. the Clippers go try and win the game today. They're well, playing the Thunder. So, and I want to bring this point up, this miserable point up. <laughs> They're playing the Thunder, but it's two teams that probably don't want to win today. SVP had a great segment the other night. He was like, "If you had." Uh, 
the Thunder over 22 and a half wins in March, you looked like a genius. Except for one thing. They're 1 in 23. They are 1 in 23. They were like, and even if they win this Sunday, you will not cash this ticket. The one, and as he's saying this, and I'm, and I, I see it already. I'm like, yeah. You know what that one one was? Oh yeah, the Celtics. The Your Boston team. Yep. Celtics. They came into the Garden in a game that the Celtics probably could have used right about now. And the Thunder, the Thunder, who have won one game since March, one in twenty something. Twenty three. That was. The one, and that is a shocker because <laughs> you gotta, like he said, the whole point of his segment was you gotta try to not try, and that's exactly what those guys were doing. The Thunder, Thunder playing the Clippers. Thunder playing the Clippers today. They don't want to win. Clippers don't want to win. I don't um, know. That's an it's an interesting game to see who might actually try. Al Horford, I know didn't want didn't play. It's but okay. The Clippers are gonna win. I was gonna say I know I, the Clippers I, I'm taking win. the Thunder. They haven't had Al Horford or or SGA since March. You know March. why the Clippers are gonna win? Because someone's gonna someone. I bet you Kawhi and Paul George both don't play. Patrick Beverly probably won't play. They'll probably rest some other guys. But you know who's probably gonna be in that lineup and Who? think he's got the green light? Reggie Jackson. And if you tell Jack Reggie, up, to, Reg. if you tell Reggie he to go. He doesn't know any other way. So Reggie's like, I looked up and down the bench. I didn't see any other scorers amongst this group. So I took it upon myself to do what I had to do. He's hey. putting up at least twenty shots today. Who? who uh, you said? Where? where oh, what's the schedule? Let's see if I know what time they play. Who? The game. Which one? The uh, the Clippers. Oh, who cares when the Clippers play the Thunder? Well, now, most of the most I'm of the curious. games that matter are at like nine o'clock tonight. Okay, come on, there's, there's not, this is on this afternoon, right? Oh, there's definitely games on this afternoon. Oh, Might be someone starting at one, two. Yeah, let's pull this up real quick before we get on here. Oh, the Celtics are on actually live right now, losing to the Knicks by two, uh, with eight nineteen left in the first quarter, and everything else does look like it's a later start. Brooklyn, Cleveland later on, uh, Lakers and Pelicans later on at nine. Dallas, Minnesota at 9 o'clock here. Uh, we also have Charlotte and Washington. They actually have some implications too, I believe, as well. Uh, Charlotte and Washington, they're actually tied right now for the 8th seed. Is that correct? 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, so they're actually playing right now. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, Charlotte and Washington. Matter. I mean, it kind of, I guess, No. it matters who's going to play Boston is, in the playing tournament. The East, is, the East is where it needs to be. I, if, if I'm going to watch the Celtics go out, I don't want Gordon Haywood coming back in here and mucking up my life again. Oh, I'd much man. rather have Wes and Bradley come in here and put on a show, okay? It's not going to change. What do you mean? that These two teams are tied and are playing each other right now. <laughs> That's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what? Even you know what? Even better if somehow Washington can get to that seven eight game. That's what I'm even saying. Better than that's All what right. I'm saying. I'd I'd, ra- I'd much rather have because I know guys Washington will get absolutely dusted by Brooklyn, but it's going to be fun to watch Westbrook and Beal go. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? So over here's the bad every news. time. The bad news is Charlotte's up sixteen eight right now. <laughs> I don't mean that. That don't mean shit to Russell Westbrook. It does not, but it does amaze me that uh, somehow, even with all those guys out, P- uh, PJ Washington and Miles Bridges are still keeping the Hornets afloat. Scary Terry, I, I, I don't get it, man. Honestly, the Hornets aren't getting enough credit for what they're doing down there, even without Ball, even with Gordon Hayward all banged up. These guys still somehow managed to keep it afloat. 
Um, but that's that's about going to do it for us, man. We're going to get the hell out of here. I see here there's a backlash club. They, they talk a lot of wrestling on Bleach Report nowadays. I'm surprised, man. Um, we're going to get out of here. Go try to go catch some of these games. Um, I'm not watching any of this. <laughs> it's the last day of basketball, man. And none of them matter. I Listen, I, I religiously would do DraftKings lineups, mm-hmm. drafts. I straight bailed Friday night because – I shit you not, out of the top twenty guys, maybe two are playing. It, out, 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 out. Every one of them. So that's when you slide in with your Reggie Jackson, and you just freaking Reggie wasn't playing that night. All the money. Hey, real quick before we go, um, it is in the end of the NBA regular season for all the end of the year awards. It, to, to me, it's pretty easy. Most improved player, it's Julius Randle, right? God, didn't I tell you twenty five to one way know. back when? Rookie of the year, fucking Charlie Baker. It's gotta be anyway. Anthony Edwards. It gotta be Anthony Edwards, right? No, it's gonna be Lamelo Ball. You think even okay? Anthony Edwards is averaging over nineteen points a game at this point, and that team sucks. It, the team sucks, but Ball so played what? what half the season. You still think it's gonna be? It's gonna be Lamelo, Lamelo Ball. Ball. All right, if you say so. Um, defensive player of the year. It's gotta go go bear, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, who cares? I mean, <laughs> I think that's just a reputational thing. Sure. Well, say the only per- person I can think of was Ben Simmons, but I mean, it's, like you said, reputation. It's gonna be Gobert, uh, MVP. At this point, it's gotta be Jokic, right? Games played. Mm, I guess. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, Embiid was there for a while, but I mean, fucking guy who rolled up LeBron, jerk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Le- LeBron. LeBron's only played. I read he, he barely played half the season. Forty games. Yeah, yeah. Games, yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly. Um, but we'll see. Obviously, the playoffs start. He'll be back, I'm sure. Who knows what that injury is. I'm sure all these guys have been banged up and injured. Durant, LeBron. Suddenly, the miracle drug will be in full effect, and these guys will be on the court this coming week. When did the playoff games actually start? Do you know? I don't know. The play-in starts. Today's, what, the 16th? So the play-in starts Tuesday. Boom. Play-in games start Tuesday. We'll be back here next week. Same time, same channel. You guys be safe, and we'll see you guys soon. Peace.